Welcome to AM Best Audio. I'm Lori Chortis for AM Best TV, and we're at the Vermont Captive Insurance Association's annual conference in Burlington. Joining us now is Brittany Nevins. She's the Captive Insurance Economic Development Director for the state of Vermont. Brittany, it's <laughs> wonderful to see you again. Thanks yeah, for joining us. Too. Thank you. Can you tell us about the current state of the Vermont captive insurance market today? Yeah, well, it's um, it's been another great year. We've had some record years of growth. Uh, it seems like the hard market is continuing. So everybody's really busy. Our team of regulators are really busy. Um, so yeah, it seems like a, a continuation of the growth that we've had over the past couple of years, at least. So. so am I correct that the state has overtaken Bermuda as the world's largest captive domicile? Yeah, so it, it's there's a few different data points that I think the um, the industry uses. So one of them is active captives licensed in a domicile. Um, so by that data point, we have pa passed uh, Bermuda and the Cayman Islands, um, which is exciting for Vermont, our little state. Um, some of the other data points that they look at are um, gross written premium or assets under management. And by those measures, we don't quite know yet, but Vermont did have a really significant um, growth in those measurements as well over the last year. So um, yeah, it's just, it's exciting for us. And it's been a, a series of years where we've been trending in high growth. So this doesn't feel like it's going to be something that's just this year. It's something that will continue, it's looking like. So we're just really, um, yeah, humbled and honored to be um you know a leader in this industry um since we're such a small state so we're really proud wonderful yeah absolutely so what types of captives are seeing the largest growth today yeah so in vermont um we've seen pretty much growth in the pure captives continuing um cell growth is continuing to rise um and then we had sponsored captives formed, an association captive and a risk retention group over the last year. So um, it's kind of just been a continuation of the same types. I would just say cell growth seems to be um, a great option for companies more and more. What changes are you seeing in terms of the risks that Vermont captives are now insuring? Yeah, the only change that I've heard, you know, in addition to like cyber and those different coverages that you that we typically see, um, property seems to be a line of coverage that companies are increasingly trying to put in their captive. Um, I'm not really sure why it could be climate change related. Um, you know, in Vermont, we've recently had a lot of flooding. Um, that's those sorts of natural disasters seem to be happening more frequently. So. I think companies are increasingly trying to think about that coverage and stabilizing the cost and um, and the the underwriting of those that risk. Well, speaking of the flooding, the, I know parts of the state was a very hard hit last month. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and the impact that's had on captives and the captive market? Yeah. yeah so Vermont, we had catastrophic flooding as. Um, some of you who are watching might have seen even on inter international news. Yes, <laughs> um, yes. So we unfortunately had some of our downtowns just totally wiped out. Um, and we had it was a declared national disaster. So we had FEMA come and a lot of resources are coming to Vermont. Fortunately, it is not impacting the captive industry. Um, all of our offices were not um, you know, they weren't harmed <laughs> through the process. We didn't lose any documents or anything like that. So that's great. And it's really only, we only have a handful of actual Vermont 
companies or organizations that have captives. So those may have been impacted by the flooding just in there, you know, with their properties or whatever else. Um, but because we have so many multinational and national companies and organizations, there's really not going to be any impact at all on them. Great, great. Yeah. So what impact is inflation, rising interest rates and other headwinds in the market now having on captives? Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's an interesting question. You know, we hear a lot about social inflation, of course, um, impacting the captive industry. But in terms of economic inflation, it does seem to be having an impact. Um, we're not hearing it really directly too much from the captives themselves. But it does seem like when you look at the broader economic market and the insurance market, it seems like inflation is having an impact on the cost of goods and services and all of that, which can, and also natu natural disasters and all of that can impact the value of the claims. Um, and so that can, has been having an increase, I think, in um, the interest in captive insurance as a risk management tool and a risk financing tool uh, increasingly right now. So more and more companies are like, these costs are just, you know, really having an impact on us. Like, what can we do? And, and this is one of the solutions that are available to them. Are you seeing growing interest in cells today? And what's driving that? Yeah, we are seeing growing interest. We're, we've seen interest um, the past couple years, and we have over 500 cells in Vermont. Um, I think part of the reason why that's been um, increasing is just because of the simplicity of the, the model of that type of captive. Um, it's really efficient way to form a captive for if a, if a company just has one line of coverage that they need or they're not really wanting to form a pure captive and, and really take that leap, it can be a great stepping stone for them. Um, and also the, the formation process can be faster. So there's a lot of benefits that seem to be driving that. Um, so yeah, those are the main reasons that I've heard of, which make a lot of sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, last year when we spoke here, we talked about talent, which was mm -hmm. a, a struggle and challenge for the industry. Does it remain a challenge? And what are companies and captives doing to attract and retain talent and fill the, the gap? Yeah, it's definitely still a challenge. <laughs> um, it's interesting in my role as an economic development director in Vermont. This is something that I've been really working on in my role. Um, but unfortunately, we don't have a lot of data that really points to sort of the trends in the industry and how how you know how big of a challenge is it really it could could be really big um or it might not be as bad as we think but it's definitely going to be a challenge with the number of people retiring out of the industry and leaving the industry and then there's less people younger people or new professionals coming into the industry and a lot of that is due to just a lack of awareness about this career path a lack of educational paths you know even in vermont we had we don't have a lot of risk management programs in our educational institutions. So we're working on all of that right now in Vermont. Um, we formed this group with the association with the Vermont Captive Insurance Association called the Vermont Captive Insurance Emerging Leaders Group. 
And so that's about 30 um, captive professionals that are based right here in Vermont that make up all the different um, roles in the industry. So actuaries, legal, captive management, uh, regulators, they're all represented in that group. And we're working together to speak with local educational institutions to increase speaking opportunities for younger professionals and newer professionals. Um, and network as well with each other so that we can support each other. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I think, one of the biggest, if not the biggest challenges facing the industry because uh, we have this tremendous growth and right, yes. um, I don't think the workforce is quite keeping up with that. So to be determined, but we're definitely committed to working on it and doing a lot. So I think it's starting to pay off. Absolutely, great, great. Legislation. What are you seeing on the legislation front? Are there new regulations, new rules in effect in the state? What impact will they have on the captives? Yeah, so um, this past year in May of 2023, um, we passed our most recent bill. And that bill was really just kind of updating our statutes, um, really focusing on what words maybe could be more clarified, um, where are there inefficiencies in our statute. Uh, one of the things that we really focused on was our confidentiality laws. So we strengthened those so that, um, you know, the way that we handle um, confidentiality is improved. And so that's great for the businesses that are in Vermont. Um, yeah, every year, though, we uh, work with the Captive Insurance Association here in Vermont. And our, our regulators, we all come together with input from the industry to put forward a captive bill. So we do that every year. So that'll be in 2024 as well. Um, and it's really just we proactively reach out to try to understand, you know, what are the, the little challenges or bigger challenges that we need to think about for the next legislative session. And our regulators are constantly writing those down and coming back to them. So not many other, you know, domiciles or, or other areas really have that proactive kind of approach. So. It's really neat being in government and having this this proactive approach where we're not kind of after the fact, you know, what can we do or this big thing happened. We're actually improving constantly to meet the needs of businesses. Wonderful. Looking ahead, what do you foresee for the Vermont captive market going forward? Do you see no continued growth? Do you see new formations, yeah. new types of formations of captives? Yeah. What's what's the look ahead for the the market? Yeah, I think it's going to just continue to grow. It seems like that's the what I'm hearing. You know, no one seems to be talking about it slowing down. I think it's interesting how this was sort of seen as this alternative to the traditional marketplace um, for traditional insurance. And um, now it seems like it's really much more than that. It's much more than just cost um, and ability to access insurance. There's so many other benefits to captive insurance from accessing data, having control over the claims, and um, it can really impact their businesses in many different ways. So I don't really know if this is gonna be like a hard market, soft market cycle necessarily moving forward as we um, educate companies more and more about this tool. So I'm kind of curious to see like, will it ever dip in this huge way that we've seen economically over history to be determined. Brittany, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. <laughs> for AMBS TV in Burlington, Vermont, I'm Lori Chortis.
Looking to get the full attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms that will do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by calling AM Best Advertising Sales at 908-439-2200, extension 5399, and have a great day.